Welcome to 51 First Dates. I'm Liza. And I'm Kimmy. And we are doing an experiment. And talking about dating. And love. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. All right. No, that's not how we do this podcast. Cheers. Cheers. Hi, everybody. I'm Liza. And I'm Kimmy. And this is 51 First Dates, a podcast that's starting with giggles because I totally messed up our, our intro. <laughs> Liza, just leave it in. I mean, wow. I'm doing it. Carlin, hey. thank you for joining us. We've missed you so much. I've missed both I know. of you. It's been so long. I miss both of you. I'm breaking the hot, juicy news that we're all going to be in the same state for at least a moment in August. So we're going to try to do a recording in person in the same room. And we'll get drunk. Do you know what else would be quite fun? Uh, Yes. I may be tooting our own horn too much. Who knows? But if anyone living in New York wants to do some sort of like chill meetup at a bar, we've always said we would do this. So you but you've got to like RSVP to our email because I will not show up and have two people show up. I will cry. So it'll be really sad and weird, but we should do it. I'm so jazzed. Let the people know that even if it's just one person, I'll be like, oh, my gosh. Um, so yeah, on that note, let's just do some business very quickly. Uh, we love you all. Thank you for rating, subscribing, and reviewing, and emailing us that you will be in New York sometime in August and join us for some drinks. Um, follow us on Instagram. Follow us on TikTok. Liza's crushing it. Carlin's going to join the crushing of it. I cannot handle TikTok. I, it takes me too long. Uh, but I'll try. I'll try. And Oh, Precious Gems will be back this week. I realize I didn't send it out last week. Um, and shout out, I got some very nice messages about my grandmother. That was very sweet. Missed you all. Um, yeah, is there anything else that I'm missing, my dear friends? What are we talking about today? We are talking about Carlin's date. I don't remember what date number it is for this pod. I do have that written down somewhere. Maybe it's like seven or six or something. Six or seven. And mainly because like I always forget Mr. PhD. Like sometimes I'll think about it like when I'm washing my face. Like how many dates? And I always forget him. So shout out to Mr. PhD. So sorry. Says a lot. Yep. <laughs> Wherever you are. Hope you're thriving. Right. Hope you're not talking to people during the week because you're too busy. Yeah. Um, hope you're, oh. um, you know, really encouraging everyone to stay fit. Right. Uh, um, <laughs> So we're going to, yeah, we're going to hear about a new date and then we're going to talk a little bit about, um, we have a listener question uh, from email and we are going to talk a little bit about some kind of general themes that may or may not come up from Carlin's date. But first, do we want to do a quick consumption corner? Yes, and I'll go first. I've been watching things that probably (laughs) aired like forever ago, but I watched Love is Blind on Netflix, which... (laughs) I'm so sorry. I know no, everybody's probably seen it, but no, like, it's do good. You, a couple of pods ago when we were talking, like, there was like a, a listener question. I was like, "What did? What would we think about like dating when you can't see the person?" And then we we're like, "Oh, that would be really hard." But then I, oh, gosh, like I want, I want to apply and like be on that show, but then also be like, I need to record stuff for this podcast. Like that would be so amazing. I would just, I, I just wonder like how I would do, oh gosh, I don't know. It was just, of course I'm obsessed with like Lauren and Cameron. Cameron is like very intense in like a Mr. Darcy, but like also like Dracula kind of way that I like. <laughs> um, and then, I, I mean, I could go on and on, but that's what I've been watching. And then I watched The Circle, which I did not like. Um, but yeah, it's it's been great seeing people 
connect without seeing each other. It's interesting. It's, it's so interesting. Those two shows are like a weird pairing. Like, you know, when you go to Walmart and there's the DVD box and they have the DVDs in like little, like, I feel like those two shows, it's like one DVD and it's got like four rom-coms on it. I feel like those shows like live in the same universe. Yes. yes. Um, <laughs> or like the like... drive-in double feature. I went to drive-in this weekend. So that was Ooh. Ooh. It, I saw Cruella. I really didn't like it. Mm. Oh. Yeah. Um, My niece loved it, but she's two and a half. (laughs) (laughs) Big fan. I just. She did not follow the plot. Yeah, I I didn't follow the plot, quite frankly. But Carlin, oh wait, you made me think of F-Boy Island, that show coming out on HBO Max this summer from one of the producers of The The Bachelor. I feel we should do some sort of added content around it if we're all free. That would be very fun. I am just stoked by the name F-Boy Island. I'm so stoked that I just used the word stoked, which is not in my vocabulary generally. So uh, that that just, Love is Blind made me think of that. I also hope Love is Blind is back soon. Uh, Season two is coming. (gasps) Okay. Thank God. I remember when they were casting for it. Carlin, I'm going to keep an eye out to see. Like, I think you should be on season three. I think you would be incredible on that show. I know. It's so sad, though, that I'm leaving Chicago because it's like, love is blind, Connecticut. Like, are they are they going to do that? I don't know. Oh, yeah. But the New York area. That's true. You're, you're now going to be in the... Ooh, this is also yeah. big hot yeah. news. Carlin is moving. I'm moving. Oh, my gosh. To, I mean, I'm excited, selfishly, because you're going to be a, a short train ride from me. She's moving to Connecticut and yeah. will be off the Metro North. I won't give any super detailed specifics yeah but so if you don't like the sign of my voice it's gonna suck for you because i'm gonna be around <laughs> all the time <laughs> i am literally giddy i've all of my text thread with carlin is me talking in all caps and her being like yeah i'm stressed about moving and i'm being like ah! where are you living <laughs> when are you coming it's, it's like exciting. dates times send me links to apartments <laughs> like it's a lot um but anyway okay some good consumption kimmy what about you I've got some because it's been a minute, I feel like, since we've done this. Okay, my first one, my number one, I read a book in paper form, paperback book, and I feel proud of myself. And it is called The Wreckage of My Presence by Casey Wilson. Do you guys know who Casey Wilson is? And listeners, may you may or may the not actress? know. The actress? Yes, the actress. Oh, I love her. Love her. She's great. I've seen her Apparently in so many she things. has a great podcast. Sorry to interrupt. Yes, Bitch Sesh, the Housewives podcast that she co-hosts, I got really into this past year. I think they've actually turned me on to like Housewives more. Um, And she's, you know, she was on Happy Endings, which I think is or coming, maybe coming back to Netflix or It's on there right now. It's on there right now? Okay. Mm -hmm. Um, I want to dive in there. But either way, even if you don't know her, don't love her, this is a collection of essays. It's a memoir. Uh, You both should read it. It's so good. Everything from motherhood to losing a parent to bodies to her career. And it made me laugh. It made me cry. I had heard a bunch of – I saw a lot of people reading it. And then I just – I can't recommend it enough. And it's short essays. So it's really a great summer read as well. So The Wreckage of My Presence. And semi-related – I have been watching The Housewives. (laughs) Um, (laughs) And even if you're not a Housewives fan, I'm going to do a similar kind of positioning. New York is a little too depressing for me, though I really like Ebony um, broadly, though. Like, I feel so bad for that woman. Like, you've got, like, Ramona and Luann, like, 
all the white fragility and she's having to educate like, you know, six white women. Uh, <laughs> but so so that's a, it's a tough watch New York this season. So I am not a Beverly Hills watcher normally. I dabbled at the early stages of the pandemic, but I have been watching this season because one, Erica Jane's husband is terrible and she's he's going to go to jail um, for, you know, basically ripping off victims of the Indonesia plane crash. That's a whole other story. Go listen to Bitch Sesh for that. But also, Kathy Hilton, Paris Hilton's mother, is on Beverly Hills. And again, even if you don't like Housewives, this woman is just like the most rich woman who doesn't give a fuck energy I've ever seen on television. She kind of has no idea what's going on. She puts her her eardrops in her eyes. She doesn't. She wears like Target t-shirts with slogans on them. I don't know. Have either of you guys been watching? Because her no. her vibe is just such a a vibe and mood. And I I highly recommend just watching for Kathy Hilton. I mean, I am really enjoying the Paris Hilton resurgence we're seeing. Like, she's oh, yeah. got, like, a YouTube channel now, blah, blah. And I'm like, oh, yeah, like, she's both horrible and fantastic to watch. And, like, I forgot that I enjoyed that. Um, mm. But I am very intrigued by Kathy because of the new, like, Paris Assance. It's just she, like, that doesn't even know yet. that Housewives is on Bravo. She's like, all my friends keep <laughs> asking me what channel it's on, you know? <laughs> like, it's just, it's kind of unbelievable to just see this, like, oh, yeah. Just this vibe. It's, she also, yeah, yeah. I won't even just check it out. It's funny because Kyle Richards has, was like always my favorite housewife on Beverly Hills, and they're sisters. And I think for like years, Kyle, who was also, I think she was an, like a producer for a long time and got a lot of the original housewives to come on. I think she was trying to get Kathy to come on, but like Kathy thought she was like too good for yeah. it or something. <laughs> yeah. Some like deep bench, like rich lady drama nonsense, which I live for. <laughs> Um, anything else, Kimmy? Uh, there's more, but I'll save it maybe for next week because I can't think of okay, it right cool. now. <laughs> yeah, we haven't done, we recorded a bunch of intros in a row. So it's like, we. I have a, like a deep bench of content as well. Nothing that I'm dying to recommend. So I will just say, I just over the weekend caught up on the first couple episodes of The Bachelor. <laughs> yes. Oh, yes. I don't yeah. know if we want to we're not going to do the Patreon because we're kind of doing Substack now as a thing. Maybe we'll do like a bonus episode on Substack like full season recap later or something. I don't know if we want to revive our 5-minute bachelors. We don't even have to do it this week. But I think that as a podcast, we the three of us need to decide how much we want to talk about the franchise. Ooh. And I think as listeners, you need to tell us what you what you feel about yeah. it too. You guys let um, us know if you like our 5-minute recaps. I'll do a 30 second recap which is like oh bored <laughs> but like also that was way shorter than 30 seconds but like also um i'm i was like i'm not gonna watch this season and i didn't watch the first couple episodes because i was like i just had stuff the last couple monday nights and i was like i just won't watch it it's fine yada 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 and then i couldn't sleep overnight one night and i was cruising <laughs> on hulu and i was like fine you fuckers like let's do this and um now i'm gonna watch the whole season but also you know I don't know how much is there. <laughs> I kind of felt the same way, but then as soon as I saw like Tasha and Caitlin, I mean mainly Tasha, I don't actually include Caitlin in that statement. I was like in it even just for the five seconds that she's on screen, you know. So Yeah. And I like that like two girls are helping the bachelorette because that makes so much more sense. Like the first night I was like, right. 
this is correct. This makes more sense than like this 40 year old man that's just kind of staring blankly at a person <laughs> as they talk about their feelings. Like, I just think that, you know, women being nice to women is always nice. Yeah, it's fun. It feels real. It's like, okay, like they clearly all have met each other in real life and have some uh, like chemistry of like, oh, we're in this weird franchise together and we like we're around the same age and we can like figure this out together. Yeah. And I think that there's just they're struggling with this like location. I have barely been paying attention when I've turned it on. I don't even know if I'm caught up, but it seems like just like the production is kind of flailing a bit. I don't know if you or it just feels stale. But Katie, who I have gotten the vibe that not a lot of other girls really liked on her season. I she's like trying her best. I don't know. I I'm I'm I don't know how I feel about it. I'm bored. Yes, Liza. I will just quickly. Yeah. This will be my last thing. Oh, we did the five minutes. I'm sorry we didn't wait for your <laughs> feedback. I'm so so sorry, Liza. This will be especially fun to you. And then Carla and I will explain it to you. But the front runner, I forget his Greg. name. He is yeah. He went to the William Esper studio, which is the acting class place that Eliza and I met in NYC. These are people who really want to be actors, though. So wait a minute. He's an actor. Which one is he? What's his like story? Like oh wait, which one? The the guy that went on the truck date. The truck date. Sorry, the front runner. I thought he was the front runner. I thought he was. I didn't know he was like an actor. I'm. Oh my goodness, she's gonna fact check herself in real time. I am obsessed with this. I don't know anything one about him other than gone. his like hair um, flops. So yes, yes, he did. Sources are claiming. I don't think he's an actor, but he's taken some serious acting classes. So just good to know. Though I thought it was very sweet when they bonded over their dead dads. Um, and I, sorry for being so casual about that <laughs> with my dead mom. I just sometimes get casual around that, but it was very sad and touching. Um, yeah, yeah but that day was nice. I was like, oh, like I like her, I like him. Like, it, yeah, it's good. It's going. Yeah. It's going. Um, cool. Good consumption, guys. Let us know how you feel about the Bachelor as a five-minute segment on this podcast. Paradise coming up. I'm really excited for that. F boy island. <laughs> let us know how much you want to hear. About it. <laughs> um, but should we talk about Carlin's date number six or seven? Oh, yes, we should. Okay. Um, Let's start with a taxi cab. I always say this really slowly because I am basically (laughs) killing time while I open it. I have not listened this week. I'm helping you kill the time. Same. Uh, Yeah. So, Carlin, this is fresh, fresh in my ears. Yeah. Okay. Here we go. Hooray. Another day, another taxi cab. This one (laughs) with a gentleman that I'm going to call Mr. D because I'm just doing initials now because it's so much easier. Um, We had, so we met on the app, obviously, and we had actually only been talking for about a day, maybe not even a day, when we decided to meet up. It just worked with our schedules. And honestly, I prefer that kind of, energy or uh, enthusiasm or excitement for something like that because going back and forth and talking about like what's your favorite place to travel to like you know doesn't really tell you anything about a person like you just have to like you know rip off the band-aid and meet them so uh I was happy to do that although I will say when he like turned around the corner 
and he was like coming towards a bar and I saw him for the first time I was like oh and thinking that I wasn't attracted to him but then the more time we spent together and I got to know him and just like be around him like physically uh it wasn't an issue anymore so it was it was good we uh we get along really well actually um so at the end of the night when I walked into his apartment because he lives really close to the bar and then we were just talking and then he looked at me and he said kiss and I said no <laughs> and I obviously you know, I feel bad that we've talked about this on a pod before um and sometimes it just takes like me a little longer to like have that like attraction or desire I mean Mr. James being the exception to that rule but then the other thing like since we hadn't been talking that long I only knew it's like I only, I've only known you for three hours man you're not putting your lips on me I mean but he totally could next time <laughs> <laughs> oh my god uh, how incredible so many i love that first we will do the categories but i love that this came up one kiss question mark is amazing I and i feel like it happened on the bachelorette this week too or last week right um someone's like can did, i kiss yeah. you didn't that happen i don't know but also just so interesting to talk about the first kiss and that energy and then I love when you were talking about or you mentioned right after that, you know, like I I didn't I, basically you should never anyone out there. You should never feel pressure. The point of asking consent is so that you don't have to say yes to it. But I totally know that feeling of being like, well, I feel so badly if I don't just kiss. <laughs> it's so sweet. Anyways, I right. it wasn't I, like I love uh, that. hell no. It's just like, no. Uh, <laughs> and I felt so bad even still saying it like that but it was like how Ugh. did he react did he laugh or was it like like, he was just like was it okay. a funny I mean, moment like, or was it like awkward it was like a funny moment like he's like very calm and then really after that we still stood around like talking for a little while but I think the other thing is like we hadn't broken like the touch barrier like not even like shoulders or like anything and then later after he had asked for the kiss but then we were just still standing around talking like that touch barrier was broken and so then like I think things started to like move um so I think it, it was okay but I've never had I mean I guess I don't know it it's not that he didn't read I mean I guess he wasn't reading like the room correct ah I don't know it was weird but then it wasn't like oh my gosh I'm never gonna see this person ever again yeah and yeah. I, it feels it always feels difficult and as as the female in very heteronormative dating situations I have not felt pressure to lean in for a first kiss but I feel like it's always kind of a weird negotiation where like it sometimes feels expected even if you guys had like a not so great time I don't know which is weird yeah. but especially weird in our little pandemic era where we are I mean I've been weird about I met someone this weekend a friend of a friend and I was like he put out his hand and he was like are you okay with that and I was like yeah I'm okay with that I'm vaccinated <laughs> I don't know everything just feels like a weird negotiation in this moment so I know I, I had my first handshake in a year the other day and I was like oh my gosh I'm so sorry I don't know what I was doing he's like it's okay <laughs> <laughs> I know can we not go back to handshakes they always I know also yeah, yeah. <laughs> I wish we could all bow you know, like it's oh. it's more common in in like you know certain like East Asian cultures, Japan or whatever. But like it's just like it's I I understand that like we I want to acknowledge like with a physical something saying hi, but I don't want to touch you. Mm -mm. <laughs> like, I worked so for someone who was seen uh, you know 
powerful and kind, but who just was like germaphobe. I don't shake hands, and I really respect that, especially now. I'm like, yeah, that always it always makes me feel disgusting. It's like my hands get clammy. It's gross. You don't want to touch them. Yeah, I don't want to yeah. touch yours. Yes, anyway. I would literally rather hug someone almost. I mean, not someone I don't know or someone at work. That's a lie. I wouldn't rather hug someone, but almost, <laughs> almost. <laughs> <Close>. like, <laughs> If I'm meeting someone in a friendship situation, I'd rather just be like, let's just have a hug. (laughs) Yes. Yes. So weird. All right. Shall we rapid fire these categories and then get into the juicy deets? Yeah. Let's do it. Okay. Pre-date. Andy Anderson detective work. AKA, how much Googling pre-date did you do? It was impossible. I'm just, I don't think it's calling him out because it's such a basic name. His name is Dave. What the fuck am I going to do with that? Like, it it was even, it was impossible. I couldn't find anything. fair i mean there's yeah. literally a hulu show th- right that. yeah and i didn't have any other like that's all i knew other than like you know where he lived in before chicago he was in new york Ugh, all right. like what am Lots i gonna do games. dave's <laughs> yeah. city all right text communication skills on a scale of one to ten i'd say ten because he's just like very straight Board, like which is kind of like how the date happened so mm. like in my profile there's something like you know obviously we'll make like grilled cheese sandwiches for each other or something like that um and then he was like oh I can make you a solid one and I decided like let's have a competition to see who can make the best one and so. I was talking like later down the line and he's like all right let's do it today um and I was like oh let's meet for a drink first and then see like if I will enter your apartment for someone that I don't know um, but it was just like really easy and he was like, yes, of course. So it was, yes, it was great. I really like that, that communication that you had. Yeah. Okay. We'll get more into that. Liza. Um, okay. Outfit, which Carlin has adapted to shoes. How were his shoes? What kind of shoes was he wearing? They were good. They were sneakers, but not, not like gym shoes. They were kind of like boat shoes, but not really but they looked good he has like amazing calves so and he wasn't doing like a weird like sneaker like a low ankle sneaker and then like a tall sock which i would hate like he had like you know the appropriate kind of sock um so yeah good good shoes appropriate sock length on men is a real sign of maturity i think yes it is I also just want to shout out calves and male legs generally. I find myself like, I don't know. I'm usually attracted to personality, but I like if if a man's legs are good, like I'm yeah. literally attracted to them more. Totally. No, you know what else calves. I like? I like a beefy forearm. <laughs> like the section. <laughs> yeah, the section right b- between your elbow and your wrist, you know, oh, like yeah. Gaston style kind oh. of forearm. Like, I don't know why. I just have I have a, a male friend who he's been on this podcast, Derek Smith. He was one of our first guests in like episode seven or something. Mm-hmm. And he has the most incredible forearms. And every time I'm around him, I'm always touching his forearms and with his permission. And it's just I don't know. It's a thing I have. A shoulder too, like not a mm-hmm. not a triangle shaped man, but like some just some. Yeah, there's like some something. Yeah, it's like rounded out. I don't know how to describe it. You know. Oh, anyway, <laughs> anyway, can you tell my boyfriend has been out of town for coming up on a week? I'm like, oh, you're like, oh, gosh. Okay, uh, let's do date venue on a scale of one to five dicks. Five dicks being the best. Five. It's like one of my favorite bars, and I hadn't been since quarantine, so that was really good. And it's oh, one that like Hop Leaf. It's in. I don't know if you've ever. 
if you were ever gone. Um, it's in Andersonville. So good. Um, and I think it's even if I had a bad date there, I would still go. Like, it could never ruin uh, that bar for me. Like, it's always so good. So. Oh, that's such an interesting thought, though. Like, you don't want to ruin your favorite bar with a terrible first date. But I'm with you. I, I'd rather be at a bar I'm comfortable at and I yeah. love being at because then it's not a wasted night. Then it's a yeah. bar that I enjoy. It's a pro tip. I like Totally. It. Okay, so you already kind of answered this, so maybe we can skip it. But lust at first sight, you said, is a no. No. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) (laughs) You know, lust has to do with a lot of different things from calves to shoulders. And we so we hadn't, like, talked a lot. So I think that is, like, it was nice to meet up immediately. But I think, like, lust for me, like, unless they, it's, like, the physicality is just, like, there, which it hasn't been on like most of these states like it kind of has to build up um i feel like that would be like a hard like thing to do like oscar isaac obviously (laughs) anyway i yeah i also sort of think that you know not having lust at first sight is not a bad thing it's almost a green light sometimes for me personally all right Mm. okay oh sorry it's your turn I don't care. Why am I so bad at taking turns? <laughs> you are not. You are being too I'm not hard on yourself. Like, you're, you're I'm not at only. Every time we do this, I'm like, my turn, your turn, whose turn? Let's do turns. I'm going to do all of them. Uh, <laughs> I had five <laughs> cups of coffee today, guys. Oh I like brewed a pot of coffee and I just, you know, okay. Anyway. I always feel like such an adult lady when I brew a pot of coffee and then just sip it throughout the day. Yeah. Uh, anyways. Back on track. Sorry, Carlin. <laughs> um, <laughs> what Harry Potter house would they, he, belong to? Uh, maybe is it Ravenclaw? Yeah. I think Ravenclaw. Yeah. Is yes. there any like rising house action? Like Rising Gryffindor? Oh, that's good. Yeah. That's a really solid combo. Yeah, no. He's a solid man. <laughs> um okay the rosket test aka did your date ask you at least yeah. one question about yourself that went beyond the general first date there one interesting question oh gosh yeah i feel like we both like talked about like what made us tick as people like what our purposes in life beyond i think sometimes people answer that question like with like oh to save what like with their job but we were mainly like who do we want to be like as people among others and we both kind of answered the same thing about like we want to create joy for other people oh my Hmm. gosh I mean that was my answer and then he was like yes like I feel the same way and then like described it in his own way and it was really great to kind of like bond about that like in the first hour of knowing someone I that's really cool man yeah also should we change this one to what's the best question you were asked on the date and sometimes it'll be just like None. Grow up, you know. Yeah, I don't know. Or maybe sometimes <laughs> Carlin will ask the best question, which is true most of the time. Uh, I just every yeah, time I we like say Rosket, I get chills up my spine, and I don't feel clever. I like I it, feel gross. but clearly it's because I'm. I don't know. I want us to have a baby together or something. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. I'm not damn it. We would have. We have such good. That would be a good two last name situation to combine. We were talking yeah, about this good, in. Yeah. in in the weddings episode. Yep. Um, our last name feelings. Um, okay. Your turn. I almost did it again. Oh, it is my turn. Oh my goodness. Okay. So are we doing the 2021 test? Are we doing that? 
Okay. Yeah. So we've it's it's we've been doing this so long. It used to be the 2019 test. But yeah, did <laughs> anything come up like that? I don't know. Felt it like it wasn't with the times, or it was especially with the times. Yeah. No. 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 It was with the times. Yeah, the I right forget. Yeah. Honestly, it's been a minute since. I've I don't think I've answered time. that question before. It feels Can we new. Skip it. Yeah, it used to be the I 2020. Think so. I don't know. I feel like sometimes, like we we asterisk it with being like manspl. This is like the mansplaining question, oh, yeah. or the Aww. like. I almost feel like this is like were there any problematic moments question or stereotypes around who's paying for something? Yeah, sorry, that's what it is. Yes, thank you. No, it. it was all it was all good. All right, I'm All a right. really big fan of Mr. D. Just saying. Yeah, so good far. vibes. Sorry, okay, sorry, so <laughs> you didn't ask, but I, I told <laughs> So I think I know the answer to this one also, but PG, PG-13, or R rating. I think we know it was like a G. P- yeah, like I'm not even sure what, P- no, G, yeah, G. No kidding. Aw, that's it's sweet. Aw. <laughs> yeah. And then in hindsight, would you rather have spent the night with friends alone or on the state? On the date. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And he- here's the big question. Would you accept slash give this rose? Yes. Okay. Second date. <laughs> oh, you know what I forgot is Roseanne Thorne. Sorry. Oh, was there a high and a low point, Carlin? If we, if we. I guess maybe- the low point was like when I first met him and I was like, oh. Or first saw him, saw him. And I was like, oh, this, I'm like not attracted to him. And like, maybe that's going to make this awkward. Um, And then like the high point was, um, I don't know, just feeling like really comfortable with him, which was like multiple points, like throughout the night. But like, you know, when you're like, not really, you don't like know like how long it's been, but you know that you've like been hanging out for like longer than an hour. And it's like, oh man, I still kind of like want to keep, Hanging out. That's yeah. such a good sign on a first date. I'm sorry. I don't know why I'm like obsessed. I'm like standing <laughs> Mr. D. Mr. D. <laughs> but I feel like, I don't know. That's the ideal in any long term relationship or short short term is like you can't get, you can't get sick of each other. You will. But like mm-hmm. you have to want to keep hanging out with that person. And I totally uh, remember being on dates and like feeling like it was forced the whole time. But like. Maybe he had all these things that were good on paper. And other yeah. dates where it just felt so natural and easy to talk and I felt comfortable. I really That's a very good litmus test, I think. Yeah. First date. yeah. Okay. So let's – should we take like a real quick ad break and then we can come back, come back and discuss any like lingering thematic issues from this date and or do our listener question? Yes. Perfect. I love it. Okay, we're back. Before we we dive into the date, Carlin, I think you missed this too. I just want to shout out Liza Renzulli for asking her dear fiance for a drink, but then saying, if they don't have whiskey, I don't want it. So uh, (laughs) yeah, (laughs) for context, Liza is at a hotel, so he was going to go to the bar and see what they had. And Yeah, uh, and he was like, I think they may only have beer and wine. I just want to say I wasn't saying that because I'm trying to dick swing for no reason. (laughs) It wasn't just direct response. (laughs) It was a direct response. I was like, wine's going to make me sleepy. Beer is going to make me Mm. burpy. So it's, I just need some some of that I feel like that should be the title of this episode yeah I do too <laughs> yeah we haven't titled them like that in a minute let's do it 
Um, Liza, no, I, I was being, I was teasing you, but really, I'm just impressed because oh my I god, I am just, it's just been one of those days where I'll, I've been like, the second I can, man, I'm gonna just um, go ahead and knock one back. Um, anyway, okay, so we were lightly thinking we would talk about, um. Well, I have a, a, a general question, and I'm bringing this up because this is something that we talked about a lot when Kimmy was going on dates for this podcast in our original iteration. How do you feel, like you're, you're se- six or seven dates in now, how do you feel about your dating journey? Do you feel like you've like learned anything? Do you feel like you're getting better at dating? Do you feel like you're getting worse at dating? Like How, how is it going for you? Carlin's faces. I, <laughs> I wish I could. Just had to give it I wish I could like life. insert a gif of that into this episode. Just <laughs> totally taken aback. Like, really? We're gonna do that? <laughs> it's funny because like sometimes it, it's well. I guess I would think I, I have definitely stuck to the um, all new dicks, and I think that. Mm-hmm. Just like that idea of like not going, and I've had moments of like, well, what if I text him and it's fine, and it's like, no. If I've seen your dick already and I'm not continuing to see it, like it doesn't get to be seen by me again. So, yeah, sir. But also to myself, Carlin, don't do that. Um, but I think it's I don't know. It's been interesting. I think I I learned that. I mean, I guess some people would say that I have like a type, but I think I've they're all just so different. And I like that I can be attracted to something in someone that isn't like across the board. It's not like I'm saying like, Oh, I only like hockey players or something like that. Like I couldn't even say that. I think it's like more about their character. And I think with each one, what I like to do or think about is cause so far, I mean, I'm not seriously dating any of them. And instead of like kind of focusing on like what didn't work, I like to think of like what I can take from that person. Like Mr. I can't remember what his name was, but his name is Adam, the one that we laughed all the time on our dates. Like the, I've like never laughed that hard, and to realize that like that wasn't even something that I was looking for, and not that it's a requirement, but it's like fuck yeah, I'm gonna ask for that. Like of course I want to be with somebody that's gonna like we can laugh together like that and just like you know just have like a really good time. But it wasn't something I had really like had before in like previous dates. So I think it's interesting to like learn what I like because previously I would have thought like you know oh I know it exactly quote unquote exactly what I want but then I think I'm always surprised by each one by something that's in them that I'm really attracted to um and so that's just been like an interesting thing I mean I guess there has been a part of me that's like why has it it worked out but like now that I'm moving and I guess kind of a question I have, which is not really related to dating, but like, I guess I sometimes wonder, like, I wonder if, I wonder if we're meant for something else or something bigger that we just can't really see in the moment. And that's why things kind of like, quote unquote, fall apart. And it isn't until later that you see like what that is. And that for me is moving to a new time zone. So like kind of all these like dates that have gone really well and then they drop off for like really random reasons that I'll like never actually know why and it's maybe I was just like you know not meant to make any kind of serious connection here because I wasn't going to be here for much longer and I didn't realize that until like a week ago (laughs) a week ago so I don't know I guess I've just the the most interesting thing is that I've learned 
mostly just like new things about myself, which I guess that's, you know, that's part of dating. Yeah, it's such a good reminder, though. Yes, on um, especially with apps, dating can suck. But the whole, our, our whole reason for encouraging this kind of project, if you're in a place in your life where you want to do something like this, like go on dates or challenge yourself, is that you don't, if you're not going on dates, you don't know what you want. Like, especially with online dating, because I had, at least for me, it was this like checklist of really kind of superficial things sometimes um, that I would look for on the apps. But when I got on the dates with those people, sometimes it was like, oh, no, just because they have that kind of job. Uh, which and a sailboat that was a downfall the sailboat photos uh that doesn't mean that like they're gonna make me laugh or it it helped me figure out what I was looking for and I was gonna ask you how it felt to date before you moved because we did this podcast when I knew I was applying to grad school none in New York and then I met Tony when I had just applied to grad school one in Boston I knew I wasn't going to get into and one in LA. So I was pretty sure I was going to move. And when it got closer to me moving, you know, obviously I wasn't talking about Tony on this podcast. So I was still going on dates because we were trying to to make our audience grow. But I just, there was, I was like, ooh, is it ethical to go on dates now? But I actually, looking back, I'm like, yes, it is. You can you can be upfront about moving, but I feel like it's this new kind of freeing thing. I don't know if you feel this way, Carlin, but like, yeah, in one way, maybe you're not meant for someone in Chicago and that's because you have this next adventure. But also like if you do meet someone, they're going to be really good for you to keep them in your life after you move. So I don't know. I just I'm curious how it feels for you knowing you're moving now um, dating. Well, I guess the just to sum up like Mr. D is that we're not seeing each other and it was really felt victim to timing like he was out of town for the holidays and then his dad was visiting them and then he was doing all these things and then he had a bachelor party and by the time he had like canceled a couple of times and then the last time he's like, oh, I'll hit you up when I get back or whatever. He didn't say hit me up because he doesn't talk like that, but essentially that's what he said. Um and then like four or five days later, he like never said anything. And I think also like at that point, it was just the timing what like was not there. Father time was like, Carl, there. this is you're not going to do. And even at that point, I was like, oh, I think this is like one of the few times that I could like do something casual, which I'm not good at, like if we're in the same place or staying in the same place. But I was like, oh, I could totally do that with that guy if he wanted to. Like we hadn't talked about it or anything um, just because. I don't know, because he's like kind of new to Chicago. And I was like, oh, that would be such a good dynamic. Like he's new. I'm leaving. We could just do all these like fun favorite things and then I'll leave. And like, you know, hopefully it would be okay. But it didn't even get to that point because it's just the timing. And I think even in that situation, I still need somebody to have like a skosh of like enthusiasm for me and like wanting to be around me and I didn't want that enthusiasm to come from me just being like let's do something casual and he'll be like yeah I'm in like you know it has to be there you know without you knowing that that's what the situation is going to be and which is totally fine like that didn't pan out and you know it is so my profile right now is paused because I feel like he's like one of the few that I've been able to connect with that quickly and then see that quickly in person I think like usually or maybe it's not because they're wanting to do this but usually but like a week or so 
before that happens with most guys and not that that couldn't happen with like the f- six weeks I have left or it just uh, it would just be too much for me fair it's a different yeah. timeline I'm also yeah, yeah I uh, my instincts were wrong about Mr. D Oops. I know I'm uh, so sorry as you were saying that I was like oh well, it's a good <laughs> reminder life. that just because the first date goes pretty well or or not even it wasn't even sparks right it was more like it just went pretty well and that's what we are always like oh yeah those kind of dates you should go on that second date sometimes if the second date doesn't materialize no no don't romanticize this new idea of it either um but it's it's so interesting would you you don't have to it sounds like I'm asking you to do this I'm just curious if you've thought about maybe setting your hinge you can do this on hinge I think to Connecticut i thought about that or try that and like I don't think you can like it's what oh sorry <laughs> um they have like a new like update thing like I tried that and then it didn't work and by it didn't work I mean I wasn't able to accomplish it in the 10 seconds that I tried it okay. um but I will go back and look at it because I was curious to see I've been meaning to text you this, Liza, but I was like, she's going to think I'm so weird. But, like, do guys in, like, Connecticut, like, do they have mustaches? Like, what if I have to, like, give up my mustache, like, situation thing? Which Mr. D had the most perfect, I'm going to miss it so much, like, the most perfect mustache. And that's, like, probably 80% of the reason why I swiped on his profile. And then, like, later, like, liked him, like, as a person, obviously. Um, <laughs> but like, here's the thing. <sighs> that's you, you know. You find the right guy, and then you convince him to grow a mustache. That's true. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That right. new, we right. can tailor our pubic hair preferences to the men we date. Fuck yeah! They can fucking oh grow God. a mustache for us. That is I actually like generally thing. don't do that, but I I will take their feedback under advisement. <laughs> In so, general, yeah. yes, that's that's right. You you Sorry. can let it. Oh be shit! You can, I can set it. I just didn't zoom. Oh my gosh! Here we go, oh, baby. Fuck. That's fun. Oh, I'm so excited. Okay, I'm yeah, totally focused. Okay, I, I'm excited to get on your apps. Like the first time we hang out, we're gonna have a lot to talk about and discuss. But also, I'm gonna need to get on your apps and do some swiping when we're all together. Maybe we can do like a live stream or something. I forgot People, how much well, you swiped for me, Liza. I you love have, you haven't done swiping. that for our other daters, but Liza had Bumble on her phone. She was logged into my. Oh, I was constantly yeah. when I was like I would be stoned watching TV at night, and I'd just be like, "I get on Kimmy's Bumble." <laughs> <laughs> it was truly extremely fun for me as someone who just never, I've never updated. Like I missed it in like a, a weird, uh, like I was literally single forever, and then as soon as I got in a relationship, apps became a thing. It was like an insane overlap, so I just missed it. But I think that there's a insane pleasure to like to using somebody else's apps. Like it's just more fun that I think because it eliminates the vulnerability or, Mm -hmm. you know, it's just like and you can think about like what's right for your friend. It's just like a very I just like it. It's my it's one of my favorite um, cell phone pastimes. And if anyone is thinking it's like it's weird or wrong or blah, 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 that's probably because you're a good person who's on the app with good intentions. But you've also probably encountered some really hideous messages from other people on the apps and bad behavior in other ways. So I think this is totally kosher and very fun. And in general, I wouldn't I would send out my our Kimmy and my rule when I was swiping for Kimmy was that I could send out her opening line, which is pizza or tacos. But I wouldn't Mm. like engage in conversations with the guys because that wouldn't feel like I obviously like I can't answer for her. Mm. It will be more like I'm looking for it it would be more like I'd be the matchmaker 
sort of. Liza, did you and Carlin, both of you? Yeah. Okay, there was like there is okay Cupid advertisements in the copy. They mention opening lines and pizza or tacos is one. That is how fucking unoriginal I am. And we used to, <laughs> if you go back and listen to the beginning episodes, we're like, oh, we have such a good one. Like, oh or my god, are we influencers and does okay Cupid owe us money? I mean, Bear. we did have the CMO on who is really cool. Shout out to Melissa, but um. <laughs> Right. I think no. there was a time like back then, like where people like weren't saying that. Like if you said that now, like, you know, oh, so original, I'd be like, actually, I'm so sorry, but you're not. But like back then, I think maybe you just set the trend that sure. has not died and probably <laughs> never will. Trendsetter. <laughs> that was also a time where like it felt like that was very like Bumble centric time where like or Tinder where it was like opening lines like Hinge wasn't as big. It didn't have as many prompts. It, there weren't as many ways yeah. to engage, I feel. Or I'm just lame. No, that's totally totally true. Yeah, like there was like a, like you could do like a status thing. I can't remember, but it was just like a one liner and that was supposed to be like, you know, hook, line, and sinker, which. Do you have a a go-to opening line? I feel like we've never asked you this before, which is mind blowing. Like in messages or. Yeah, like when you match with someone. I don't. I usually always tailor it to the person. So it's always different. Um. I think every once in a while I'll get to, to the question of like, what's the one thing that you couldn't live without? And it can't be like, you know, family, friends, your f- food or anything like that. Um, but I usually don't open with that since I guess it's deep, quote unquote. But yeah. um, I have and I just looked on my phone because I was like, I just heard a really good IRL pickup line. And Ooh, I was like, wait, where did I hear this from? And it's a little embarrassing. I follow Kit Keenan, who's Cynthia Rowley's daughter <laughs> yeah. from The Bachelor yes. <laughs> on 51 First Dates. I follow her and she's so cute and so beautiful. And I just like kind of wish I was her sometimes. It's very weird. It's very weird. I don't know. But she also just seems super sweet. But like she posted a story where she was like, I have a really good pickup line because someone just used it on me. They said like, oh, hey, did I meet you last night? And then we started a conversation. And it's so simple. But like, if you're nervous about it, I don't know. To me, I was like, that is good. Because then you just have to be like, oh, no, you didn't meet me last night. But what were you doing last night? I don't know. Doesn't work on the apps. But I thought it was a pretty good one. So I just wanted to throw it out there. I, f- I feel like I would immediately be like, fuck no, I was sitting on my couch, you fucking weirdo. What do you she mean? Like a 21-year-old <laughs> like, who's you know? out at like clubs. That's I'm why like, I worked. <laughs> in my head, I'm like, oh, I'd be so bad at that. <laughs> Even if they were like, oh, the week before, I was like, yeah, I was doing the same thing, asshole. Like, I don't go out. <laughs> I just, I think I like the like last night of it. I hadn't really heard before. Obviously, yeah. have I met you before is like in every movie as a cheesy line, but so I, I don't know. Just One thing that... Carlin, go. One thing I learned about on this date with Mr. D was at the end, because we were talking about how much we love music, and then he had, um, we sent playlists to each other, like the playlist of like what we're currently listening to. And like, when I tell you I learned so much about him through music, like I'm not lying. I mean, there were things that like he, how he described himself as a person like on our date that were just like confirmed by the music. Like he said that he had described, he likes to keep the piece like he's not argumentative and he's very um like measured in his actions and that totally came through in the music and i feel like even like there was a moment where i think i was being <laughs> annoying and like kind of on purpose and he didn't like it and then like as i was listening to the music i was like oh that is totally not him like i would never do that ever again like it also taught me like how 
like what humor he appreciates or like what just kind of like interactions that he likes. Like I just, I was like three songs in and I texted him. I was like, I feel like I just learned so much about you. And it's something I hadn't, like we've, I've talked about music with people before, but to send like an, like a full playlist of things that they're like really obsessed with right now, I think was so, was such like an interesting exercise and I can't wait to do it again. I sent him mine and then he never said anything. And I was just like, oh my God, <laughs> this isn't going to work. Um, that's so rude I don't not to know say anything. Sorry. I know, uh, and then that's like the timing because he was doing all these things. But like, I would have loved to know if like if because he even said he's like, oh, I can't wait to see if I have like the same kind of like insight as you did when you listened to mine. And so I don't know if it actually happened, but I think I'm totally going to do it again because I just yeah. because I love music so much, and then I think for other people that feel the same way about it, like you do learn a lot or learn a, a, about a different side of them at least. Yeah, that's a really And it's a good way good to suss out what you did, how much effort they're going to put in, you know, like if they're going to yeah. if they're going to return your effort. Like so this guy didn't. So yeah. it's like, okay, next bus. And then yeah. And then like worst comes to worst, which it wasn't the worst, but like I got some like really good music, like new yeah. music that I loved. So, yeah. Yeah, it's also, it's yeah, that's so interesting. I'm thinking of how embarrassing mine would be right now. I've been on this weird kick of like working to kind of more like dance or I don't even know if it's EDM. I just don't know well enough, but like <laughs> Katranata and stuff. It's like I'm jamming away. I'm like, oh, wow. It just looks like I have a one specific type of like, like I would look like I'm some sort of like clubbing drug user. I feel <laughs> It just helps me work sometimes. <laughs> I was going to say work out, but that would be a lie because I haven't been working out. <laughs> okay. It's still all a right. pandemic. <laughs> all right. So RIP, Mr. D. Yeah. F. Yeah. F-U. And we're welcoming in the energetic spirit of the Connecticut bro. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to see a lot of sailors. Maybe not the bro, but us no, Connecticut cuties contain multitudes. Connecticut cuties. Um, that's really cute did you make that I think my friends I think no I think Spencer do you remember Spencer I know I don't want to blast him he's um I think he coined that he's a friend from I went to summer camp with him and then he also went to college with us I didn't Um, know you went to summer camp together uh uh-huh just for one summer but we like knew he was the only person I knew when I went to Northwestern oh that's so crazy I didn't know that yeah yeah um but I'm I'm excited for the journey of Connecticuties that awaits you, Carlin. Uh, okay. Shall we do something fun with your um, hinge next time? Unless you, because I'm yes. imagining you won't go on another date in Chicago, though you're Same. welcome to and we can chat about it. But if you're like, nah, we could do something fun with um, hinge. So I'll come up with a game. I always say things and then, well, I do them. Yeah. We'll see. All right. I have like updated it since and I got like all new responses, part of like being the whole casting director thing. Cause I was feeling like, oh, what if my profile like isn't good enough for them? And I was like, fuck that. I'm going to make it good enough for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it's like current iteration is pretty good. So we could do like a little poll thing or something like that if you want yep. on Instagram. Ooh, love that. I love it. And if you're, if you're new here, the casting director thing is if you're yep. new here and you're listening this deep into the episode, thank you so much. Really appreciate it. <laughs> you're uh, a real one. Be, be the casting director of your dating life. Don't audition for the part. Liza created this. Uh, Carlin has shared a great TikTok yeah. with me. I uh, 
She's famous. I follow her on TikTok. I can't mm. remember her name, but that was so good. Okay. It's like, do you like them? Not do they like me? Do you like them? I will post it and credit her properly because it's just right. I've definitely posted it on Instagram. I've said before. it to like seven humans since then. But like, you so know good. your problem. <laughs> I feel like in, in 30 Rock where Liz Lemon like comes up with a one catchphrase and then she gets a talk show based on it and then it does badly because like there's oh, nothing yeah. there. <laughs> I literally, this is me now. It's like I am just casting director. Um that's I feel that my we, only. <laughs> I feel a, an unscripted pilot coming on. You know what? Oh my gosh, so good. Of your data. That's a Netflix reality show. Casting yes. you be the casting director. I would totally watch that. I love it. Okay, Netflix, let's do... give us a call. <laughs> do you guys want to do a quick a quickie question? Just a, it's a topic we go on and on about, but I I think it's it's nice to read a question. It's not full worst first date always welcome those as well but um yeah okay I'm gonna stop qualifying and disclaiming and just read it cool let's do it hi Liza and Kimmy I'm a new listener to your podcast and I'm soaking up each and every episode what a great concept thank you I know I know humble brag okay I'm writing in with a very basic yet often controversial question who should pay for the first date let's imagine nothing extravagant just a round or two of drinks I've heard the person who asks the other on the date should pay and that makes sense for the sake and simplicity and specificity let's imagine a man asks a woman out on a date while I don't believe I'm traditional in many ways I would describe myself as a traditionalist when it comes to who pays on a first date I believe the guy should pay blame my upbringing up upside down smiley face after the first date or two it's cool to split the check or alternate paying but I'm beginning to question my beliefs I'm an early 30s straight woman who recently went on a first date that was going pretty smoothly the conversation was easy enough there were a few comments that raised my eyebrows but not exactly in a red flag type of way sorry just gonna interrupt there and be like wow the world we live in (laughs) that our eyebrows are raising and we're like fine um all in all I was enjoying myself then at the end my date asked to split the check And while I did so without flinching, it left a sour taste in my mouth. Added to that was the fact that he didn't wait with me while my lift was coming to take me home. I left with a strong gut feeling that I didn't want to see him again. I don't think it was only because of how the date ended, but that definitely put me over the edge. In the moment, I felt very confident about my decision not to see this guy again. But now that I've had more time to mull things over, my experience on the date has made me want to generally reflect on how much of a deal breaker it is if someone asks you to go Dutch on the first date or doesn't do other quote-unquote chivalrous things like hold the door open for me or wait for me as my ride is coming. Being a woman who teeters the line between independent and will call you out on your toxic masculinity and also someone who wants a man who has some traditional values has always been challenging to navigate because it can often feel like I can't be both or that I have to justify that feminism and certain traditional values aren't mutually exclusive. But really, when I say traditional values, in quotations, I mean thoughtful and considerate gestures, like I'd hold the door open for any stranger behind me or wait for a friend as their ride was coming. I absolutely realize that dating etiquette is and has been changing, and some people, regardless of their gender, simply feel more comfortable splitting the check from the get-go. But for me, those traditional values are so ingrained that this recent experience is throwing me for a loop, and I'd love to hear your thoughts. Um... In the past, I've split the check with or treated guys I had already been on a few dates with, and that felt natural. I've also had an experience with someone I was in a relationship with who would insult me and make me feel terrible when he willingly paid for dates. After that nightmare, I went through a period where I insisted on paying my share of the dates because I absolutely did not want to feel like I owed anybody. Now, however, I feel less anxious and triggered and am back to my baseline of expecting the guy to pay on the first date. But I'm left wondering, is this just not the norm anymore? Um... I just, obviously we've talked about this before. I just thought that like I read the whole email because, or most of the email, because it 
kind of goes through all the feelings I have all the time about this. So curious to hear both of your thoughts. I feel like we haven't touched on it in a minute. Um, you know, not in 2021, I guess. So yeah. I think she needs to be her own casting director. Like if she wants someone that's and, and I think I think there are a couple of things. I think she was already probably feeling like meh about it. So then the date. So then when the pay thing came up, like I forget the wording, but she was saying like after he asked to split, like it left like a sour taste in her mouth or something like that. Yep. I I think that's actually maybe more in reaction to like it not really going well. I mean, even the comment about like, you know, your eyebrow being raised, like in to Kimmy's point, like, right, why do we say like, oh, but it's okay. Like, you know, mm-hmm. maybe being the casting director is like, I don't want my eyebrow raised like that. And I want, and and not that it's like to be needy, like, you know, oh, he has to pay. But like you, I, I don't think you should have to feel bad about that. And I think the other thing, towards the end when she's saying like thinking about like oh maybe I shouldn't feel that way I think I have moments when it's like a so-so date and maybe my initial reaction is like oh I'm not gonna go out with him but then I think like oh is this me being too picky when they say that girls are too picky about like the what he wore or like whether or not he paid and like I mean he was like pretty okay he wasn't terrible he didn't catfish me and then I'm thinking all these things that like oh maybe I should be more okay with it just because like I'm this age and I'm single and whatever, whatever. And then I go back to something and think like, and like make it okay in my mind, even though my initial reaction was, I don't want to see that person anymore. I don't know if that's what really how she was feeling, but that's like hearing what she was saying. Like if I, if that was me, that would be what I was really thinking. Not so much that like, Oh, is it a problem with me? But more so like, Oh, maybe I'm just being too harsh or too needy, which I don't really think is a thing and now just for like the actual question of like what i for do for paying i don't mind splitting i think uh i don't really ever have that conversation i just automatically offer it because it's not like a huge deal for me because it doesn't mean anything to me either way like if they insist not like i've had some guys like once with god i can't remember anybody's name is todd the first one the one the skiing one sorry todd we're breaking um, all of our rules <laughs> we're breaking all of our rules <laughs> see you later chicago um but at one point like we went out to get sandwiches and then he was like taking a little bit longer so i just put down my card and paid and he had like a look on his face but i was also like who cares i mean we've been on a couple days before and you've paid for them so i'm gonna pay for your fucking sandwich like it's fine like i like you and i don't mind spending this money on you um, so that's just like, just to answer like the first question of it, I don't mind splitting and treating like later down the line sometimes, like if we've been together that long, just because to me, I don't place a lot of value in it. I mean, I think there's a wrong way to go about it. Like, um, you're getting your own drinks, right? Like if it's like said like nastily, that's like, I think that I don't think that's unnecessary, but other than that, I'm chill about it. Yeah, it's funny. I mean, it definitely is like we just did a whole wedding episode on weddings and marriage and like the fe- all of my feminist like um, concerns about all of it. And, it, you know, it's like I said, we're straddling uh, an old world and a new world in terms of feminism. And we all have to like make a lot of um, we have to navigate a lot of tricky situations. This is definitely one of them. I am more in the camp of this listener where like I feel like the person who asks someone on the date should pay I kind of prefer a man to ask and I sort of prefer a man to pay however basically my move was always like when the check came I would reach for my wallet and basically always I mean I didn't 
date an enormous amount, but they would get the check. And I would say, are you sure? Once. And they would say yes. And I would say, great. And I would just thank them. And like, that would be that. Um, and then down the line, yeah, I would I would make sure to pick up a tab or like start splitting after a certain amount of dates. And it really meant a lot to me when people wanted to pay. If you're having feminist conundrums about it, please remember that we spend, I don't have data on this, but 25 times what they spend on personal care mm. and on making ourselves like attractive. I'm literally like putting that in big air quotes to often men we have to spend even if we're not dating if we're not looking for someone to be with we have to spend money to be presentable at, we have to spend more money to be presentable at work we have to spend more money on our hair and our clothes and we a lot of times have to wear makeup even though even if we don't want to and again i am sure many like better feminists than i are going to at me and be like you don't have to wear makeup blah blah, blah. but like there are certain societal expectations you know I don't think you can really work a corporate job in New York and not wear like a certain amount of makeup or a certain amount of clothes. Our clothes no. and our and our personal care are one haircut for us costs more than any haircut for a man just because it does. And it's a lot of it's arbitrary. So if you want a feminist justification for wanting the man to pay, you have spent way more money to exist in front of them. <laughs> and they have made um, more money than you. Just, and they have made more money. That's than a complicated you. road to go down. But if you're just looking I like what Carlin said. Sorry to jump in, Liza. No, not at all. If you look at it through the lens of be the casting director of your dating life, this is something that you've thought about at length, but it makes you feel good or more attracted to someone when they pick up the check. And I'm right there with you. And I've also beat myself up. I'm sure we could run back the tape. Like we've talked about this on this podcast. But if you're casting your person, and that's a gesture that means something to you on a first date. Like that's okay. I feel like that's maybe a good lens to look at it through. I find um, our listeners note about someone who made her feel guilty for always paying interesting as well because one of I haven't had really truly worse first dates but my, one of my mine this was separate from the podcast I remember we had like a nice enough time and when I went the check came I went to grab my credit card and like didn't grab it super rapidly or like and then he had already put his out and he was like no it's fine and then so I put mine away maybe too quickly and he was like oh, I love when girls you know reach in their bags pretending like they're actually gonna pay and I was like what what do I do here what do you want me to do here and thank you for just like totally erasing the rest of the day I now know who you are yeah. like I guess there's something about she used the word considerate I think and um I like treating people and I love the feeling of being treated on a first date and I probably shouldn't expect it just because I'm a woman dating men as much um and even my argument about, well, they make more than you generally. Well, everyone has different jobs and everyone is in different positions in life. So I it's complicated, but I've got to say from that note, you have a feeling about it. And that's, I think, an OK feeling to have yeah. on a first date. And yeah. I think if he was considerate in every other way, I mean, Carlin said this. I'm just repeating a smart thing you said. But like. Again, it's that thing of being considerate. Like, if someone's considerate, they're considerate, and it's not about picking up the check. It's a, it's about an entire vibe. It's about a way they listen to you. It's about a way they pay attention. It's about a way they ask questions. That's with the Rosket test, our baby. <laughs> and, like, all of these things you're you're building, when you're going on a date, you're building a, uh, you know, you're taking a, se a set of experiences and trying to put together a picture of the person and a lot of things go into like whether or not they're considerate. So if you got the sense he wasn't considerate, then he probably wasn't considerate. Yeah, the lift thing is almost the better litmus. Oh my yeah. God. Yeah, I totally forgot. Gross. Yeah. No. I don't do that to anyone. Anyone. Like yeah. I, anybody. 
you wait. You always just fucking wait and chill. Yeah. You were having an awkward networking drink. You'd still kind of wait for each other or make sure. Like, I don't know. I, yeah. I mean, yes, it should. It's a little unfair how much men have to pay on dates grand scheme if we always expect them to pay for first dates and, and, you know, and men date women. But yeah, when it comes to other gestures or holding doors open, like, some of these things get bucketed into quote unquote chivalry, but it's really just being a decent person, which I'm now repeating what the listener said in her email because it's smart. Like you would do that for a friend. That's what I think what you would do for a friend on a drink situation is what you should expect. So maybe that doesn't mean you expect the other person to pay for you, but you can find it attractive if they do. Yeah, totally. Yeah, right. I think it's just like a baseline of caring about people. Like there was one again, I can't remember his name, but Adam, the one that we laughed a lot on dates, like after after one of our walk dates, I was like, okay, well, because he walked me home and I was like, well, text me when you get to your bike. And then he gave me the weirdest look. And I was like, do your guy friends that ask you to text when you get home? He's like, no. And I was like, well, I care about your safety. So could you please do it? And then went on a whole thing like. What if somebody murders me after I text him? I was like, could you please just do it? Because I care about your safety. And I think, and then obviously that was just like joking at that point. But I think it's also, and then afterwards, every time he would like make sure he would text me like when he got home. And I think it's just like, if you don't care about me in this one instance, like, are you saying like, oh, but I'll care about you later? Like, fuck that. Like, you don't have to know me to just care about me as a a person like if that's something that we have to grow you just carrying me at a base human level like oh gosh that's a lot of work a lot of work yeah and just the flip side of that it's very hot if someone like waits to even hail their cab or uber until you get in yours and especially again society plays into it if you're men and a male female dating situation for women it is more dangerous out there so then for I'll say, nah, that's maybe if you're dating a straight white man, then like likely it is it's more <laughs> difficult or dangerous for you out there as a woman. So I think that that is that gesture is even more than just like being polite or chivalrous. It's like truly thoughtful on a safety yeah. level. Anyway, I'm sorry. Yeah. No. So trust your instincts, girl. Be the casting director. Don't feel don't feel bad. Like I think I think that's totally fine if that's what you want. And I think already he was giving you like eh vibes. I don't think you don't want meh vibes. You want like fuck yeah vibes. <laughs> mm-hmm. Especially when it comes to kindness and compassion or Gosh, right? Yes. Like can we just like not even like forfeit that? Like the idea that like, you know, oh, well, maybe like no, like it should always be a 10 at like a 20 out of 10 like in terms of kindness. Yes. Like uh Were they raised right? Weren't raised right. Okay, I shared this with Liza, and I'm just going to share it. So if you stayed tuned this long, you get a prize. Carlin, it's a little bit of a disturbing story, but it somehow is solidifying for me, like, why you should never compromise in even early dating. Um, A friend of – oh, this is tricky. I've heard a story about someone whose wedding I was supposed to attend, but it was canceled due to COVID, who a couple I've traveled with. They have been engaged for a minute now. Uh, Apparently, you know, after dating forever, being engaged, he was cheating for six months during the pandemic, during COVID, when they were like stuck together. I don't know how, I don't know any of the details. Um, And the girl reached out to the girl I know. And I don't say this to like 
you know, be like, ooh, juicy. It's truly so awful. You know when thing bad things happen? I don't even know this couple that well, but it's just so scarring because they didn't see it. Like I I I didn't see it coming. It's just so upsetting that at that level of um commitment, something mm. about it like it, it would feel different if it was like 10 years into their marriage. Something about it just really scared me. And I'm like, yeah, you gotta this is why being single is a great life because you don't want to go through something like that. I don't know. And I know you can't, no one's at fault. It's not like this woman could have seen this coming, but I just, it makes me so angry. And I just think we need to trust our guts more when people are at all shitty early on where you could Mm -hmm. believe they could do something that cruel. So I just, I don't know. I know it's not really related, but I cannot stop thinking about it. And somehow it keeps, I wanted to share with our listeners because it's like, everything is not rosy from just because people are in relationships and there are lots of bad people out there and trust your gut. Ugh. Yeah. And don't get caught up in like the happy other people's happiness on Instagram. You yes. know what I mean? It's that, yeah. so many things. Yeah. It was just casting like, director, Instagram, shocking. But, uh, blah, blah, blah. all of the things it's all, I'm just word salading the things that I always <laughs> Anyway, listeners, gems, Carlin and Kimmy, thank you guys all so much for existing, for listening to us. Um, we'll be back with more dates from Carlin very soon. We'll be back next week with a new ep with an interview, I believe. Yeah, and... with Finding Mr. Height. You may know her from TikTok or Instagram. That'll be fun. And Kinetic Cuties soon, right? Right, guys? Thank you, Carlin. Thank you, everybody. Thank you, guys. So good to see you again, and we'll see you guys soon. Also, and our meetup. Our meetup is oh, yeah. You've got oh to let gosh, us know. Our meetup. Email us to... if you would come. Yes. Oh my gosh, I'm um, so just. Guys, and go on a date. You I'm bringing it back. Date, yeah. Go on a date. Whoa.